Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc. But uh, this is a particularly exciting, exciting, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Technical problems. Particularly exciting, exciting (laughs) uh, event. We're celebrating our 100th episode, Hassan. Yeah. Our 100th episode. And what else do we do? But we got party hats. Well, my party hat just fell. <laughs> I'll use I'll use Sam's party hat. We got party hats. Which uh, I'll get you over here. Yeah. I got you. We got party hats. Don't film me. <laughs> we got Sam. We got all these people doing all these really great things. We got all these guests. Uh, hold on. Ready? We got party hats. Hassan Ready? on camera. Pan over. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We're woo! Partying. Woo! We're here. We're doing it. We're doing it because it's 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 time. It's time. We're gonna. Oh, didn't make any noise. <laughs> <laughs> Benny Rose just gave us a happy holidays. Happy holidays, hey, Benny. But happy. Awesome. And, uh, and we're drinking because we're going to need it. We're talking Star Wars Last Jedi today. Are um, we? Yeah. Yeah. Who told you that? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I mean, we, hey, cheers did to Did you warn me about to, that? that? Cheers to this. We did good, yeah. We did the cheers. Yeah. Clink, clink, clink. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. All right, we did the festivities. Yes, now we, we get down to business here. Oh, now we get down to business. Uh, no, it's really exciting, though. We, uh, we talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Tonight we're on special at 7 o'clock because we are going to be two hours long, uh, and we're, we're going we're gonna to need it. Um, <laughs> we've got some in-studio guests. We've got past guests who have, who have been on the show before. Uh, we're doing a little uh, who's who of who we've had. We're going to have a lot of people we have commenting. Guests? So wait, hold on. Are they, are they here now? Or we're just talking about we have we've had guests in the past. Uh, both. Okay. We have had both guests, and they both will be these, on. Both these particular people have been here in the past. Yes. So we got and we, they're here now. We have uh, we have one of our actually we have two beloved patrons actually on the phone uh, on the phone on the, in the studio. We have Brian Phillips who is a is an executive producer. He's in studio with us. Right. We got right. Jack O'Donnell who is part of the actually. I didn't know he was a he was a executive producer. And he yes. could Fire us. Well, no. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna take the Patreon page down. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're all right. um, so we're okay with that. No, <laughs> uh, and we have, we, have, we have Jack O'Donnell who is of the Ashley Haikai. Um, family as well too. So we have our, we have two. See, this is what you get when you become a patron. You get to come in studio with us um, and be friends with us. It's very nice. Yes, it's good. But we also have some mystery guests coming. So stay tuned. Mystery guests. Uh, we're gonna do this. All right. But the 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 news of the day. What's the news of the day, Hassan? What do you, what do you think? What do you think everyone's talking about? Nothing's really going on. Nothing. I mean, everything's been really quiet. We got uh, tax reform. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what people come here for. Yeah, they come here for the that's, tax. Well, reform. that's what I know. I mean, what are you talking about? <laughs> Episode one hundred, completely pivot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Just completely we're all, pivot. We're all political. We're now, now we are now a right wing. We're, we're, we're a Rush Limbaugh esque right wing media station. And I'll just be me every week going. What am so, I doing here? Why am I? Before we move forward, though, I do want to give a shout out to uh, our beloved patrons, including Stephanie Dolce, who actually helped the entire show. This show almost didn't happen. Right. Uh, we were driving she in, and I, I realized that uh, I had no laptop. <laughs> uh, so my, my wonderful sister got into our house, got the laptop, um, met us halfway. Yes. And we were able you know to have this show. You did. You deployed your sister. I did. <laughs> I did. Yes. I did. Yeah, she was I deployed. Did. I did. So, uh, you know, so well give, give a shout out to Stephanie. Thank you for helping us. Way to use family. Way we, to go. <laughs> well, we needed that. We absolutely needed that. So, all right. We're talking about Last Jedi. I, Jedi. I know why. I, I know 
so many people want to talk about it. I didn't make Brian and Jack talk about it. They're going to be on in the next segment and then the rest of the show as well, too. Um, I want to give us a little bit of a forum. Uh, This is a little weird situation for us, actually. We are probably going to be on the same page, not for the same reasons. Mm. Really? And then the show never works. So we do have other people who loved it. We got people tuning in who loved it. Oh, wait. You're just giving it away how we felt about it. So... You know what watching you that know movie? I didn't like it. Do you know what you know what watching that movie was like? <laughs> it was like eating candy for dinner. It, it you huh. know you kind of eat it and you kind of you kind of like you're eating the you know you're eating lollipops you and you're like eating the you're... chocolate and you're getting all this like you're you're getting full, uh, you're, or you're eating I should say right right. But but then but when you but then when you leave the empty you know, calories and stuff yeah. like that right. And then when and then a couple hours later you're kind of like sick to your stomach. So to you it was the equivalent of early dessert. Yeah ah. yeah. That's felt like ex- a beating to me. <laughs> <laughs> felt like I was sitting in the, in the theater chair and someone was straddling me, punching me in the face repeatedly. You, got, <laughs> you hung out with T.J. Miller, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has got to be the most controversial Star Wars ever because mm. there are so many things at play with it. And, and, I, and I, look, I use that term because it's a buzz term. I do. Um, but at the same time, it really is controversial because I've just never seen such a... I mean, people are giving it like a 9 out of 10 and a 10 out of 10, and I think they're out of their mind. I'm thinking they're – and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to approach this not from a Star Wars diehard, and that's why I think we're going to differ, right? Okay. I think you're going to approach it from you're a Star Wars diehard. I look, I love it. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Sam loved it. Everyone loves it, right? I mean – no, no, no. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars in general. Like, everyone loves Star Wars, right? So – there is that, right? I have a passing fancy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's like a George Lucas like Buddha statue. Like in your George Lucas is actually in my house right now. Hogtied yeah. on the terrace, you know? You stay here, George. I'll be right back. I gotta do the show. I'm gonna look at this from a completely like what in the hell did you do writing wise? <laughs> like from a writer's standpoint, the, actually, I'm gonna even go. I'm gonna even quote. It's so strange to be on the same page with with people now. Like, there's so many people. Like, that just was not good. Like, it just wasn't a good movie. No, and yeah, yeah, no. This is the the reason, in my opinion, one of the reasons, and we will go into depth about this. One of the reasons this wasn't. Beer good, me up, Jack. Beer me up. There's one of the reasons. Yeah, me too. We're not making you drink. Don't 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 say that on the air. No, we're not making you drink. Yeah. We're what we say, you. what we say <laughs> is going to make you drink. <laughs> no, beer, beer me up, beer, beer. me up. You're like whisking up. That was No, like, we're putting you to work. Get to work. <laughs> That's <laughs> the problem. Guys. Okay. <laughs> um the problems I always cite with The Force Awakens yeah. bled right over into this. And that is why that is one of the reasons why there's so, No, 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 no. Okay, go ahead. That's not one of the no, reasons no, it's bad. That's one of the reasons why it's so um, Bad. polarizing. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So polarizing. Yes, okay. I'm not okay. telling. Well, we're getting into the bad. We're getting. We'll get into the bad. Okay. But one of the reasons it's so people are so having such strong a reaction to it, mostly in the negative. Um, there's two of us. Yeah, guys. yeah. Uh, it's because it's because there was so much stuff purposely left out of that first one that there was nothing but expectations for this second one. When I walked out of the movie, I felt like, man, that was an amazing chapter three. Why did I miss chapter two? Where did chapter right. two come from? Like- when I walked out, I was like, I need an ambulance. Because <laughs> I was being beaten <laughs> while watching this. I don't want to just give like hyperbole either. Movie. Like I really did feel That's- like it was a culmination of 
you know, they could have ended on that. Apparently, Kylo and and Ray had a relationship in that second movie that we didn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that well, some sort of bond because they didn't have any bond coming out of that first out of the Force Awakens. No, but now they tried sudden, to kill each other. Right now, all of a sudden, they they were like. Kind of into each other, which was weird. Yep. Um, oh, by the way, this is a spoiler. Sorry. Spoilers. I <laughs> figured I'd give the notification. There's a spoiler here. Um, Snoke. <laughs> Who is Snoke? It doesn't matter. No. Nope. <laughs> Who is this? doesn't matter. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like. I had, an, I had, a, for years and years, I had a neighbor uh, that, that actually, she never came out of the house and then she died. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Her name is Snow. <laughs> I, I, I was never going to meet her. I don't know anything about her. I don't know how she lived. I don't know what she was. You know what her impressions of anything are because yeah. she's dead now. Yeah. So I, all right. I, I mean, there's just there's so much. I mean, look, there there is definitely. And I use again. I use the candy for dinner reference. There are mm. so many little things like look the light speed. You know, uh, dismantling of of the uh, the empire. We're going to call them the empire. I don't care. Um, you know That's what they are. Right. I, I don't. I don't. Like, that's cool. Like, that was really cool. It was a cool scene. Um, there was a lot of really cool scenes. I think Adam Driver is an actor. Tremendous. Like, he's, he's giving he us... He was the only good thing in the movie, as far as I was concerned. He's giving us kind of what I wish um, uh, Hayden Christensen had given us in the prequels, in terms of seeing somebody kind of turning to the dark side and, and, and consuming. Like, I wish that was the kind of actor... That we had in the well, prequels. Well, he was already on the in the dark side, so no, he was. But you could see him. I mean, he, he was kind of teetering, you know, in this movie in terms of in terms of what they wanted to show you and what they were trying to set you up for. Um, but then to see him go fully into that, I thought was really cool. Like, I mean, there's little things. Like, there's there's definitely there's little things. And then there's Mook, Mook, Luke milking an alien for no reason. There's a scene that reminded me of Monty Python for God's sakes. Like, it, it, literally, that whole scene where Luke is just like, get out of here. And now I'm going to do Ben Affleck and just get buff for, like, 30 minutes on screen for you. But instead, I'm going to fish. I'm going to, like, show you, like, I'm like, ooh, I'm using, my, I'm using my Star Wars powers to fish. He wasn't, though. No, I know. That's even worse, right? Because they, they make a point of saying later that he, was, he cut himself off from the Force. The, the beer's coming out of here. That's it. Yeah, we're, 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 we're breaking it out. Go ahead. Yeah, keep going. He made his point of saying he was, he was cutting himself off from the Force so that, you know, so she couldn't even see him in the Force. So how did he float over and kill that whale? Yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> what know. What did he use to kill that whale with? I mean. I don't know. It was like a. It's a horrible. It was a horrible film. It was a horrible film. It was a. They had six hours. They were like, we got six hours of fuel. So it was. But, but five days pass on, on, on uh, Ray's planet. If nobody even noticed that, it's like, if, w- wait a minute. Here's the thing: if they could sneak off Finn, which again, let's talk about Finn, utterly useless in this movie, right? Mm-hmm. And they basically are like, well, you know, we're gonna give you uh, like a like a cute like little um, sidekick for this movie who's gonna, you know, and maybe we'll get some romantic tension, which there was none. And then all of a sudden, there was like, hey, I love you. What? Like really? Like you love him? Like really? That's weird. Um, and she wouldn't even That's let him. Star Wars. She wouldn't <laughs> let him. Do the one thing I thought was like really cool. He was going to kill himself to save everybody, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yes, yeah." She stopped and then she's him. Like, she stopped him from sacrificing himself so they could die. Yeah, <laughs> she stopped him from sacrificing himself and thusly condemning everybody else in the base yeah. to death. Yeah. Um. And in the meantime, they're wrecked right in front of <laughs> a whole nuts. bunch of imperial forces. <laughs> and why didn't they just shoot him? Be like, hey, by the way, there's. The, they didn't even care. Guys. They were like, it's just Finn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, and if, and if He's Finn, inconsequential to the if plot. If Finn could Don't somehow it. sneak away from this battle that's happening or this chase that's happening, why didn't they all just do it? Why didn't they all just sneak why away? Why is there a chase? 
Why, why, for, why, why is a cruiser using fossil fuel? <laughs> okay, why is there a chase? And in spa- in, fric- in a frictionless environment, you have to burn your fuel to keep going. Okay, now, like I know, I know we're talking physics, and it's ridiculous. But also, oh great, we're we're getting killed by the scenery. Also, hey, did it come down? All right, we were we were expecting that halfway through. Also, they they make a point to show you that the shields are working, right? The yeah. Empire keeps shooting at them. Yeah. So did how did they shoot the ship and and Leia got sucked out into space if the shields were up? Well, no, the shields were only in the back there. Well, there's only there's only rare shields, what they didn't actually say. Right. So okay, so if they're going no, at they top, did. they did. Well, nah, okay, there's a zone no, they Okay. No, they didn't. If they're going at top speed to get away from the Empire, and Leia's floating in space, how come she could get back to the ship? How come the ship didn't zoom right by her? Like, there's, little, there's so many little stupid things. Brian wants to jump in. I'm going to give him, give him the it's minute. It's not his segment. It's true. It's you're you're going to cut me off so that, uh, so that the, the executive producer can talk? <laughs> hey, that's fine. People say you don't listen to Spend me. Spend a hard $5 a month. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot of money, actually. One, yeah. the ship was inside of the shield when it shot out the bridge. Okay. That's why she was able to suck That's out. not true. Yes, it was. No, it's not. They're inside. It was no, a small not. ship. I watched it this afternoon. Did you really? Yes, Look I did. You go. I've seen it twice already. No, yeah, that's, that I watched it this second. I watched it this afternoon. That is the second time. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> and the other one was, I don't know why she wasn't the, the run scene, over by the, the ship. The scene where she got shot out into space, it was the whole scene where Kylo was like, he he'd zoomed around and he was thinking about blowing the bridge away. And yeah, he decided but they're not inside to. of the shield. Because they're in the small ships that are traveling inside of the shields. The question is, why was the ship able to just cross through the shields with no problems? Well, yeah. that's that's another thing. Also, um, two, 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 two really small pet peeves. When we, we come can, back. We can come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. want to connect with are you an entrepreneur or entrepreneur looking to build your following welcome to our show follow Follow me friday Friday with joan and priya tune in every friday at noon eastern on talkradio.nyc we're We're your your digital connectors (laughs) (laughs) talking alternative radio 24 hours a day. Joined by my uh, esteemed colleague and co-host, Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Lord of the Radio. Thank you very much. Do you have to apply 
you have to like go to college for that? Is there some sort of like classes? I could tell you how to become Lord of the Radio, but then you'd become Lord of the Radio and I wouldn't be Lord of the Radio <laughs> anymore. very true. No such thing as co-lord. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. It's a- <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Two secrets of the sire. We are talking Last Jedi. We do this every week. Last Jedi sucked. We are. Let me let me pay the let me pay the bills here. Come on. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture every Wednesday night, which is usually eight o'clock. We're on seven o'clock tonight because it's our one hundredth episode. Spectacular. (laughs) Very exciting. We're drinking in the studio because it's our hundredth episode. Like, let's do it, right? We got some surprise guests coming on. We got some in-studio guests coming, not coming on. We they're, some, well, they're here. Some not-so-surprise guests. Um, we have a whole bunch <laughs> of cool things that are going on here. But uh, Secrets of the Sire is brought to you by all of, all of our beloved patrons. We have dedicated fans, Einar Peterson, Matt Byer, Ashley Haikai, hmm. our program director, Stephanie Dolce, who saved the show tonight. Thank you, Stephanie. Our executive producers, Steve Hovecki, Brian Phillips, and Christina Gillen. Um, all right, so we're talking Last Jedi. Pat Shan just joined. Uh, on the Facebook feed. He hasn't seen it yet, but he's one of our esteemed mystery guests. I, I know, I revealed it, but he also posted it online, so it's okay. But he hasn't seen it yet? He hasn't seen Last Jedi yet. We're not going so to talk to him about... So he shouldn't be listening to us. Well, so. we're going to be do Well, yeah, I know. There's going to be some stuff here. Yeah, a little bit, because I'm wrecked this movie. So let me, let me say this. Before, before, <laughs> before we go back to what we were talking about. <laughs> before we go back to what we were talking about. Oh, okay. um, in a way... Take the writing out of it. I actually thought you would love the... Uh, you'd be a fan of the aesthetics of the movie, Hassan, because to me, especially on the casino planet, it felt like... Everybody says that. The prequels. The prequels. It felt like... Well, because it, it felt cartoonish. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not... Look, I'm not talking about the actual... Um, you can't help it. Plot. No, 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 no. no. I, no I'm asking this a genuine question. I'm asking, asking you a genuine question. <laughs> I, I felt that the aesthetics went from... The thing that makes Star Wars great. The the thing that I think that made Rogue One very well-liked, though. Obviously, look, Rogue One had the benefit of connecting directly to the original um, trilogy. Mm -hmm. I get that. But it was gritty. It was dirty. It felt like... It it felt like these were real machines running around. You know, the Casino Planet felt like a cartoon. and, And that's... That's honestly one of my biggest complaints about the prequels. But did you actually like the visuals of the movie? I never got that, but, um... I mean, I did, didn't. It didn't particularly remind me of the prequels. It was a terrible. It was a terrible segment. It was a terrible scene. It was a terrible setup. Um, it was a terrible MacGuffin because they didn't even get I, what they went there to get. I know. Um, yeah, they're like, they're like, we we came here for the master. Um, yeah, codebreaker, and, and we uh, we'll, we'll settle, we'll settle for, for Benicio del Toro. Yeah, we'll settle for the werewolf Who's, guy. Who, everyone, uh, everyone knocks Benicio del Toro, but. I kind of like I like Benicio because he's just kind of he's like, all right he's yeah. a, he's okay but um the you know and they get they get caught in a parking violation and got thrown into jail I yeah. mean I know it was supposed to be ironically funny yeah. to be in a science fiction movie and get caught on a parking violation but if you're trying to be if you're trying to be covert get in and get out why would you park on a freaking beach yeah I like who the- can't see a ship on a beach <laughs> I was like what's that that's a ship. It's a ship on a beach. So this is this is someone the one landed thing. their ship on a beach. <laughs> so we're gonna welcome Brian and we're gonna welcome Jack and we'll give him a little, a little video time. Yeah, that's right. Um, I think the I think the main question that I have, and this and we'll get into some other stuff. We've actually got some of the biggest unanswered questions from Last Jedi 
that we're going we're gonna to go through as well, too. So we're not just going to leave it on this good, this bad, whatever the case is. There is so much praise for this movie, and you both were very big in support of it. And I don't want to deter you from that line of thinking. Give me, and Hassan is going to drink while you do it. Give me, you know, your, 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 your main three points that, that, that you walked away feeling like this was awesome. I, I'm, and I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not steering this in any which way. I'm actually genuinely curious. Hassan has ruined a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> and he has brought up good points. I got very, um, I love the, like, I felt like I was back into Star Wars again. And I think that was the, um, it, it caught me up in mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Okay. In, in the nostalgia of it. And now he's bringing things to light, which I'm kind of now going like, well, you know, that is a really good point. I did love it's a lot of Candy for it. dinner. Exactly. Candy I love, dinner. though, however, how it evolved. It okay. wasn't like the, the last first one, not um, Rogue One. Sure. But that it was like, it wasn't a remake of New Hope. It wasn't mm-hmm. whatever. Sure. Everything evolved. Okay. And I love that part of it. So, um, yeah. Brian, what do you got? I mean, for me, the simple fact is I'm not a purist. I'm not one of those people that take everything for like, it has to be exactly this way. Physics, logic, knowledge. I love Star Trek. I love Star Wars. Mm. It's, it's fun. Yeah. You, you watch it for what it is. Yeah. I mean, if you want to pick anything apart, you can pick apart every favorite movie I had as oh, a child. Boy. No, no. I, I hate this but, argument. I, hate, I don't know. Your, your, no, no, your point ahead. is perfectly valid. You know, it's, I just can't it's stand that fun argument. for me to watch. If yeah. there is a part that doesn't make sense, I just move past it and go, mm. okay, well, that didn't make sense. Whatever. It's so, gone. So, it's gone from my life. So for you, the candy was worth it. it the it, candy's the, worth the it. The stomach ache is worth it. Listen, though. I'm a diabetic. The candy yeah. was definitely <laughs> worth it. All right. <laughs> We've got Priya on the line. I want to hear Priya Priya, fellow talk radio uh, NYC host, who is surprised calling in because we're having surprise guests. Priya, what what did you think of the movie? And you know, I don't want to go whose side are you on, but whose side are you on? <laughs> so first of all, I want to say congratulations. Thank you. That's the reason I was calling in Woo! to wish you all Yay. a happy 100th episode and how much I love you guys and how fun you are. So, yay, congratulations. Woo! She's like, now I'm going to rip you a new one. <laughs> yeah. um, so the movie, uh, I, I love the movie, and I, I think you saw from my Facebook post, I gave it a six, mm-hmm. because there were so many ups and downs. Like, there were some really, I don't know, can I? Yeah, no, no, it's spoiler. We, we, we warned everybody post after we started already spoiling it. Yes. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not going to hit any spoilers. Um, there were so many ups and downs in the movie, but um, I'm, I'm totally going to share a female moment here. Okay. Because I know you all do this in the studio. Well, it's, right yeah, just, it's, it's, it is a sausage moment. party. It is a gigantic sausage party. <laughs> Ren was so hot. Like, mm, <laughs> all right. He was, was so hot. Kylo Ren was, the, was one of the best parts of the movie. I, I, I say hands down. Hands down. Oh, my yeah, God. He was, he was gorgeous. And there's that scene where he had his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> he was hot. I guess um, I made it a good movie. Totally wait, wait, wait. He had those moments where <laughs> him and, um, what's her face? See, I forgot her name already because I was so focused on, on <laughs> Ray. You think Ray? Three and yeah, a half, Ray. three hour movie. Ray and Ray. It's not yeah. like it's. Yeah. I gotta be honest though, that's a very valid point. 
He he looked. Yeah. Even my even my dad's like, is he really that? Is that that oh, buff? You, you thought he was dreamy. He, no, did he you think he was dreamy, Mike? I thought he was actually. <laughs> you thought he was, I was a little dreamy, didn't you? Well, I always think he's he dreamy. He was gorgeous. That's oh the, no, but even my dad was like, is he really like that in real life? Does he really bulk? I'm like, I'm sure he bulked up for the Maybe role. You should have asked your dad. How how would I know, Dad? <laughs> sitting right next to you. He respects my inside opinion. <laughs> he did used to be a Marine, so yeah. Well, there you go. Yes. Did he really? Yes. yes. Yeah, no, yeah no he was in the Marines. Look at that. All right. He was a he's a serious guy. So six out of ten. If Adam Driver wasn't in it, like, one out of ten? Two out of ten, then? <laughs> what's what's no, your rating? No, no, no. I still think from all the ups and downs, uh, mm. definitely still a six. You made a comment there was some um, unnecessary shipping I going on. The, I, I definitely love the, the shipping action. Oh, you action did? Happening between right. him and... Him and um, Ray, okay. What's her name again? Ray. It's Red <laughs> and wow. Ray. You got it. She's been wow. drinking, too. It's okay. Yeah. We're all, we're all drinking it. here. Not we're yet. all, yeah, we're all having a good one. They definitely made the movie for me. All right. I, I felt like there was something there. All right. Well, I, you know what? The, the, this is what we're doing. We're actually bringing on a lot of diverse opinions because um, for the first time, <laughs> Hassan and I are like almost on 100% the same page here. I'm the yeah, only we'll, one in the room, apparently, we'll, who still likes the movie. Yeah, we'll I find like a it. way. We'll find a way to not be on the same page, so don't well, worry. Yeah, I'm sure that'll happen. You'll, you'll keep talking about the prequels, and we'll it'll, 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 <laughs> the whole conversation no, no, will the degenerate. Only, the only um, uh, comparison to the prequels is the cartoonishness of some of the visuals. Yeah. yeah. And that's But and then that, but then my contention would be the the description of cartoonishness. So the glistening, the glossy feel, the not realistic feel. So the primary color feel of it. Mm, yes, and in a way, but it's like it almost felt like uh Ryan Johnson did the same thing George Lucas did, Lucas did and got kind of carried away with the visual effects of what he could do and 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 like I let, let me let me I'll give you a great juxtaposition. The scene where Laura Dern, um, you know, does the light speed blast. Like I thought that was beautiful and breathtaking. Like what a what a wonderful way to use your special effects because that that had impact. The horses galloping in the in the lush field. I mean, it just didn't feel real to me, and that's that's part of the allure of a Star Wars movie. And there, that is to me that there is fantasy based in reality, and that doesn't feel real to me. You know, costumes. You know. Puppets in costumes actually acting like real creatures and having real characters and, and looking real and being grimy and gritty. Like that Yoda puppet? Yeah, the original Yoda puppet yeah. was actually yeah. pretty good. The one in this movie? No. No. Not the one in that's, this movie. That's my point. Yeah, not the one in this movie. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's my point. But back in the 80s, they used to know how to do that stuff. Exactly. And now they're, now they're going backwards to it because they're trying to be retro and they're trying to, yeah. they're trying to rekindle. Yeah. Instead of going forward. But they, well. That movie right. tried to have it so many ways. It's, it's ridiculous. Priya, thank you so much for, for, for coming on. Thank you for the congratulations. We really appreciate it. Check Aww. us out tomorrow because we're, actually, we're all going to be in studio tomorrow. Uh, for Woo, the talk radio, to, uh, Priya, you got a, you got thirty seconds. Tell everyone about the talk radio NYC marathon going on tomorrow. No. What? Okay. <laughs> talk radio NYC marathon going on tomorrow. Catch Priya. I know what you said. Catch Joan yeah, and Priya a in studio. On here tomorrow. Six p.m. tomorrow. I'll be on at one p.m. I'll have I'll have a yeah. special guest as well. Uh, we're going to be doing our all day from ten a.m. to ten p.m. Uh, marathon Priya thank you so much we appreciate the love and uh, check her out Fridays noon Eastern follow me Friday with Joan Pelzer oh I love you guys bye alright um, here's here's something too that I and I think we're gonna it, this we're is having a good, sound issues according to yeah we're, we're, we've got those fixed now oh. yeah you're, you're behind you're behind I wasn't paying attention to anybody now. but me I like me I mean, <laughs> <to> me <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
think there's enough in there. Yeah, I think there's enough in there where you, you can walk away from, from the movie feeling that there's, you know, something's going on. But I'm not looking at it from a Star Wars point of view either. Like, you're not a Star Wars, like, diehard. I love Star Wars. I know a oh, lot about it. You love Star Wars, know I a lot about Star it. I love Star Wars, know a lot about it, but I, if I went in... Looking for every mistake and everything, oh, I'd never man. enjoy the movie. All right, enough. Enough of that. I don't look for mistakes. Mistakes jump out. <laughs> okay? That's good, that's, okay? That's for me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> if these people tell you, if they say, we only have six hours of fuel, they're giving you that information for a reason. I'm sitting there like, they got six hours of fuel. Oh, they're, they're, they're in danger. And then nine hours later, when they're still not running out of fuel, I'm like, well, you just told me you had six hours of fuel. In that regard, I Superman do... gets killed by kryptonite. If he takes a, a rock of kryptonite and chucks it, and and you know, and then uses his laser eyes to heat up a steak, I'm gonna be like, why didn't the kryptonite work this time? <laughs> it's real simple. Yeah. If you tell me there's a rule, you have to follow your rules. That's a great point. We'll pick up on that after the commercial break. We've got actually we now we had a special special guest when Priya jumped on because that was that was unplanned. She was so special we didn't know she was going to be here. <laughs> but we have our first special guest, our first planned special guest coming up next. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. <laughs> Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? I'm your host, Antonia, of the show, So Now You Know. Join me as I attempt to satisfy your curiosity. Listen live Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. weekly at talkradio.nyc. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. We uh, talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the stuff that you love, and we do it right stuff here. Um, makes the girls run away. Oh, well, clearly. <laughs> no, no, no. This, that is completely false. Stuff that makes the girls That leave. is completely, completely false. I recommended false. Secrets of the Sire on my show, and I got less uh, female listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, and pop culture every Wednesday night, usually at 8 p.m. Eastern. Tonight, it's our 100th episode spectacular. We got we got everything that you could possibly want. Party hats, beer, whiskey, Star Wars. We're a double-sized comic book. 
yeah, this evening. We are. We are, we are a cover. double size. We're Mylar a full, cover. A 48 pager? Yes, we are a 48 pager. Are we a chrome pager. cover? Yes. Oh, Mylar oh, chrome cover. Chrome hologram cover? I can't say chrome you know, cover. Do you know what we are actually? <laughs> Absolutely, though. We are, are we? on Amazon Alexa. We are. Uh, look up Spreaker Podcast Radio Player on oh. Amazon. Enable it on your Alexa device. Then Alexa Open Spreaker. Alexa Open Secrets of the Sire. And you can listen to us. Wow, that's a lot of work. <laughs> Download us off iHeartRadio. Uh, just look up Secrets of the Sire on iHeartRadio, S-I-R-E. Uh, same thing with SoundCloud, Secrets of the Sire, Facebook, which is where we're streaming live. I love all the comments. I know Brian Everham hasn't seen the movie, which is really disappointing. Bri- Brian, I'm disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in you. Don't see um, it, Brian. Ed Villarreal has <laughs> joined us. Uh, Pat Shand is watching us, which are, which I appreciate as well too. Uh, so we love you guys, and and that's the that's actually you know we we'll want to take a moment. It's our hundredth episode. I want to thank all you guys. We got over ten thousand followers on our Facebook page, which is just like I, I don't think baffling. Them. I'm not thanking them. It's baffling to me. You're, you're thanking them. I'm thanking I'm, them. I'm taking them for granted. Um, <laughs> we've gotten we have a five out of five review on iTunes. So wow. Please, nice. if, you, if you hate us, don't leave us a review. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Stay only, away from the review. Only leave us a review if you like what we do. Um, no, it's, you know, look, we're, we're here. We're, we're trying to serve the fans. We're trying to do as much as we can, but we have you to thank, so uh, we appreciate it. And now back to the punches. No, a um, <laughs> lot to get into. We have two more special guests coming up, but I want to introduce our next guest, um, who's here to talk Last Jedi? He was a previous guest. They're all previous guests. And see, see, kind of see the theme I'm running here. It's like people who've been on before. How about that? Right. Uh, Keep eating time. Yeah. His <laughs> name is uh, Derek Becker. He is the host of the Comic Pros and Cons podcast. Mr. Derek Becker, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well, Mike. How you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing better than Hassan. Hassan's ready to throw chairs um, <laughs> because he's he's very. Uh, I'm all right, man. I'm Zen, man. You're Zen. You're yeah. Zen. You're Zen. Yeah. As always, <laughs> this is the thing about this uh, movie that I that I find so fascinating is um, that people like it. That people like it, yes. <laughs> no, but they they really like they love it. There's no yeah, in between. There's, like, There's yeah. really no in between. Like even even Brian was kind of like you know I enjoyed it because it was fun, and I hear that I hear a lot of people, but then I hear you know I got I got Facebook posts. Cat um, Cahill is like this is the Star Wars movie you need. Like you need to see this movie. Well, based on what you fall into that category, you were a big fan of the movie. Give me, give me your your side. I want to hear it. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm actually happy to piss on your pooping party here. No, for for me, I don't know. I think overall, visually, I think it was one of the best movies that they've ever done. Okay, um, just yeah, especially when like that that third act on, on that salt planet was just insane. Um, I agree. Here's the other thing: it was it was unexpected. Every other prequel and The Force Awakens was completely just, you, you could see it coming a mile away. Sure. And, and, and I, I, I was fine with that, especially Force Awakens. I enjoyed the fact that I'd seen that movie before sure. when it was episode four. Mm-hmm. I was fine with that. This, you know, I, I don't know. I just, I really enjoyed it. I mean, there are things I could have done without. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but little little bits of symbolism like like kylo ren when he had that little cybernetic band-aid at the beginning and then he's, he's getting it fixed mm-hmm. later on it's it's reminiscent of luke in that little cryo chamber after sure. you know uh being on hoff but more importantly i thought that that was kind of a a cool little analogy to the fact that unlike darth vader who he wants to be he does not want to be more machine than man he still wants to be man okay and i found that to be interesting and, and I, I've heard a lot of people bitching about, you know, Luke when he's on that salt planet and, you know, all the rockets and lasers and missiles and everything else are going around him. 
and then he brushes off his little shoulder, and people are like, that was just dumb. That was out of character for him. And to me, it wasn't. To me, it was him doing two things. One, he was goading Kylo Ren uh-huh. on to keep pushing while he created more time for everyone else to escape. But number two, he was selling his appearance that he was actually physically there. And I think that was – there's little things that a lot of people are just looking past and not looking at the beauty of, of the, the just the small, intricate details of this movie – where most other Star Wars movies haven't had them. I'll and, say this. And then on, on top of it, they actually took chances on this. They didn't play it safe, and I like that. I'll say this. Um, I thought the last act the last act was the most engaging, the most riveting, um, the battle of the Salt Planet. You know, like I said, all this stuff, there was, there was, you can get caught up in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, again, I'm still, I'm still, I don't think it's a good movie, but I think... I got. It, I was not like bored at that point, but that was the same feeling I got from like Attack of the Clones, which I think is the worst Star Wars movie. Like I sat through an hour and a half of like, oh my god, and then and then Yoda gets to fight. I'm like, all right. I walked away with, with again this like candy feeling. Like all right, that was a chocolate bar. That was pretty good, you know. Like that was a lollipop. I got a lollipop. I got something that I could walk away from feeling good about. Um, are yeah, you? A, you're, let you're me comparing. Go ahead. You're comparing getting like a dum dum lollipop to. An entire like wagon full of candy on on Halloween. <sighs> that's, that's apples and oranges, man. No, no, no. It was like a dum dum. <laughs> it was like a dum dum. It really was for me. <laughs> and look, this is the fun part, right? I mean, this is the fun part. We all get to just kind of uh, enjoy it, soak it in. We all get to just you know kind of have our own opinions about it. Um, last question though, um, did you see so you you like the Force Awakens? I like the Force Awakens a lot. That yeah. gave me expectations for this movie where we were going to get some of these questions answered. It, by no means, you had no, you had no problem with not getting any of these questions answered from a storytelling point of view. From a storytelling point of view, J.J. Abrams, to me, now has, this is where Hassan and I disagree. I think he said, like, I know he used Beat for Beat uh, episode four to bridge this new cast of characters, but he ultimately presented... Characters that I wanted to learn more about, like Snoke, like Ray, like, you know, all these people. You were okay with the fact that, no, Ryan Johnson's like, I'm just going to piss all over this. Snoke, I don't like him. Let's get rid of him. Uh, you know, Kylo, let's just speed all this stuff up. Like, were you okay with that? Here's, here's the way I look at it. I actually think that he followed uh, the, the way that Star Wars has always been. I mean, you hear about Jabba the Hutt way early. I mean, you hear mm-hmm. about it in the cantina in episode four. And when you see him, there's no explanation as to who he is. He's just some big fat slug. And that's it. He's powerful. That's it. That's all you need to know. You don't need a backstory for every character. Oh, so am I okay with it? Yeah. Exactly. I, I thought you just said it was different. The Star Wars, you know, kind of set rules that, that have already been in place. Um, but if it was so different, yeah, I mean, how I, could it be I the same? Really well, hang on, hang on. Hassan, has, Hassan had a good question for I'm you then. The, Hassan had a good question. That? I'm going to cut you. Yeah, I know. There's like a is half it, hour late. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, it's, if it was different... Then how could it be the same? Like if if those are the if if it, if you liked it because it was unique, but then when I like because they, they took chances telling the story as far as the characters are concerned and having people come in and out, you know, from that that same aspect, there there was no you know I I don't know I there there's no backstory on Greedo. But you didn't there's need no any backstory on, on Greedo. Fett. Greedo was a you bounty know, hunter. There was, you didn't need a backstory on Jabba the Hutt because Jabba the Hutt was a gangster. It was it was they're they're archetypical. It was pretty straightforward. But if you're going to tell me that this other guy 
is is he just rose out of the scenery after supposedly balance had been brought back to the universe and he's got all these scars all over him and that he, that he's a significant force that was able to mentally corrupt you know our our main prota- our main antagonist and you kind of promise all right I'll explain a couple of things from him but not this time you know you'll have to you'll have to get into the story to see it that that does require some kind of explanation of how that was done or who that person was and, and, and what makes this that, person but, different. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I think that's a lot of Disney understanding the fact that they have comic books and they have animated series and they have video games and they have novels and everything else in their expanded universe that they can milk this thing for years to come. Who's going to want to read about Snoke now that Snoke got terribly oh, killed? Because there's half. a whole Snoke fan club. So that's so, so that's yeah. That's, Snoke that's Priya's second fl- favorite character. <laughs> yeah. she, she goes bonkers for Kylo Ren, yeah, right. and she's a big Snoke fan. Right. Hey, Derek, right. you have an awesome podcast. Uh, tell everyone about that, and uh, thank you for jumping on for our hundredth show. Oh no, thank you for having me. Congratulations on, on your hundredth episode. I am uh, I am right behind you. January third will be mine. So. Ah, very nice. I will. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's uh, Comic Pros and Cons. You can find it at comicprosandcons.com. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, and pretty much any other uh, podcast app out there. But uh, the the whole show is kind of set around celebrating the true superheroes of comic books, and that's the uh, creators themselves and the people that make them. So awesome. I interview comic creators like yourself and uh, you know other people and find out why they do what they do and, and you know kind of fill the inner fanboy of me who wants to know more of what goes on behind the scenes of making comics. Awesome. Derek, thank you so much for, for jumping on and jumping into this uh, Star Wars Last Jedi conversation. We, we, we are barely, we, we still got a lot of time to talk about this, which is, which is fantastic. So, uh, Derek, hey, thank you so much. Thanks again, thanks again Mike, and uh, congrats again, man. Cheers. I'll be listening to the rest of this online. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Brian, Jack, what, I mean, what do you think about Derek, what Derek said? Is that, is that kind of supporting? Like, so I like, I like to see Jack is actually, Jack is like the Kylo Ren here, right? Like, he's kind of going, like, he's going so back and forth. Like, yeah, that makes you red. <laughs> I gotta go in the room and take some you pictures. Are, you are, you're Ray. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, wait, no, wait, yeah. Um, who would you, you'd be Snoke then. Yeah, yeah you'd be definitely Snoke. Yeah. Well, I like the fact that this Star Wars episode is apparently the Crystal Pepsi of the Star Wars universe. It's different, but it's the same. <laughs> and it's, and it's uh, uh, highly controversial. Yeah. yeah. A, I mean, the Pepsi, the Crystal Pepsi is a controversy yeah. in yeah. of itself. And I see what Hassan's talking about, because the first, well, episode four, yeah. everything was very straight cut for one scene lent to another. There was no exaggerated extra scenes. It was, they found Luke. They found Ben. They, or they found Kenobi. They were no purposefully all, hidden it, secrets. Exactly. They went to the Katina. Uh, now, I mean, they had people with literal Halloween wolf masks. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but yes. then they found Han. But then they went. Okay. Then they found Alderaan got exploded. Then they got, <laughs> but then between... Like it does. Yeah, betwa- between five and six, though, there's... Months of backstory that we don't get. Now, Luke, all of a sudden, with nothing else, is now a Jedi Master. Sure. We want that story. And we have that in Extended Universe, although not any longer. But you so. know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say you actually bring a good point, though. Yeah. They establish enough in Episode 5 
based on where he left off in episode four, where it's a plausible well, I jump. He, Correct. I think he means yes. from six to six no, no. to seven. Oh, well, but he's well, he's talking. No, he's talking four to five, five to six. Yeah. Right. Like Luke goes from like being like a novice farm boy in mm. four mm-hmm. to being a Jedi in training in episode five to being a Jedi in episode episode six. Yeah. But that's a progression, right? That's a that's a that's a progression you saw him on. Yeah. And you could say, okay, I don't necessarily need to know what's in between there. Yeah. This episode takes place immediately yeah. after Force and, and Awakens. They, and they still have their ridiculous scenes, like Boba Fett, the, the master bounty hunter, who, again, no backstory, everyone's favorite character. Sure. But he's dead but because he's of a, a blind hunter. guy. But he's a bounty hunter. But he's yeah. a bounty hunter. But so dies in the most ridiculous way. That's Fear true. bounty hunter, hit by a blind guy, falls <laughs> in a pit, gonzo. But now we have all this other stuff. and But now there's these, we have to make these sci-fi flourishes... Minus, however, the prequels, which it was like, look what we can do with CGI. Sorry. That's what I felt like with that, too. And I did, yeah. too. I do. I agree with that. All right. When we come back, mystery guest number two. Still liked it. And we are going to go into the biggest unanswered questions in The Last Jedi when we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Now in theaters, Beauty and the Beast is out, and there's big, big controversy with two because of the supposed gay relationship that that yes. takes place. You know, and I thought the, the real controversy would be about the bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> bestiality is not a problem. Oh yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, homosexuality. Yeah. We don't like that. <laughs> Having sex with a giant beast—that's that's all right. Secrets of the Sire. Fear me. Done. Yeah, fear me. Wow. Secrets of the Sire. Talking comics, movies, TV, drinking beer. Because it's our 100th episode. Woo! Woo! Party hats. Oh, yes. That's what that smiley face thing in the back is Thank supposed you. to be. Um, if you're listening to us on yeah, iTunes. falling down. 
Um, <laughs> it almost have, killed me. We did some decorations for the show. Um, so if you're listening to us on iTunes, that's kind of what's going on here. But uh, now we, we're just we are just rolling here. We've got so much going on. We got a lot of special guests because it's a big deal. Look, it's 100 episodes. We did 100 straight episodes. Um, we will also be and a back couple here. Of crooked ones. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> we, will, <laughs> we will be back here tomorrow. From 1 to 2 as part of the talkradio.nyc marathon. Go to the GoFundMe page, gofundme.com slash talkradionyc marathon. They picked a really, really long URL for this. This is radio. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not television. It's not, <laughs> it's not video. It's not. It's not like a it. website where it's just, just very easy. Yeah. No. Follow the link. Uh, but no. Go check that out because uh, we're doing uh, just some. Look, we're, we're trying to get. We're trying to upgrade. We're trying to do bigger and better. Um, trying to. That's. Oh, that's the sounds. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. You can drink out of my cup. Yeah. We got. We just got mayhem going on here. All right. We are talking Last Jedi, and and I love it. I love all the the conversations we're having. I really do. And. Like Hassan is 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 genuinely angry, and that's and because I am not angry. No, 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 no. You are, and it's okay. No, no, no. It's don't okay. you're getting me wrong. Okay. I'm not angry because I didn't have any faith in it in the first place. Remember, I didn't like the Force Awakens. So because let's... so I was I went to the, see this out of curiosity of, um, of or or kind of I don't know maybe perhaps wish fulfillment that they couldn't possibly finish what they started with sure. the Force Awakens. So let me ask you a question before yeah. we bring on our next mystery guest. Yes. Oh, did I just drink Hassan's? I did. See? I did. That's what I said. Yeah. Well, you might, look, we're like co-hosts. That's gross. I don't want that now. All right, here, take that one. No, I don't want I'll anything. <laughs> Jack will drink it. <laughs> did you Go have ahead. a problem, and, I, and I'll, throw this around the, I'll throw this around the room, did you have a problem with um, the liberal use of the Force in this movie? Liberal use of the force. Because that's something that everyone keeps saying, like, hey, look at all the stuff. Look at all the rules they're breaking when it comes to the force. Oh, boy. And, and, and from me, just, to, just to, to give you some background, again, I'm not a Star Wars purist, like, I need the force to, to act a certain way or do certain things. So I was actually okay with Leia flying through the air. I was okay with, um, <laughs> like, Mary Poppins. Brian, no? That, that was one of my biggest problems, where they've they've... Clued you in in the past that she is one with the force. She got. But where'd she learn to use a, it? There's a hair in there. Oh, is there? Yeah. What kind of hair? It's yeah. a hair. I don't know. Jack. Right. Jesus. She got. She got. She got decompressed though. That kills people. Well, instantly. But <laughs> how did Leia. she instantly learn to go like this and she could well, quidditch her yeah. way back? See, now wait, wait, wait. Brian, that would be opened, the question. Well, and but they that's one the of the door no, no, and they get sucked under the door. One of the side, things Brian. where I sat there and said, I'm okay with this because there's story we missed, but we established that Leia could possibly be a Jedi because it was yes. established in one yeah, of the things. Yeah, but Jedi don't decompress. Jedi's a human. It does Jedi's take a Jedi's are human. They can decompress. They can. Oh, Jack's spouting science knowledge. That Ryan Johnson is from what a, I understand. Uh-huh. Decompression. I mean, yes, she decompressed, but it also takes a little while for it. Like you saw her freezing over. Yes. You know what? You know what you have to do in order for that to not happen. Uh, you had to Jedi your way back to no, the ship. You have to. <laughs> you have to exhale because of the air in your lungs will explode. As a diver, I should have known that. Ryan Johnson is so, a scientist. Ryan it, Johnson is a scientist. But he just, and he, he knows just admitted I was everything. right. He just admitted I was right. Did the, Can we get me The last the second you saw her before she you got know, sucked into space did not look like she exhaled. Do you I, know who else is a scientist? Mr. Pat Shand, who is joining us right now. Mr. Pat Shand, one of our beloved guests. How's it, how's it going, Pat? What's going on? It's going, it's going good. It's going good. It's exciting. Happy 100. 
Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. You've been, you've been, this is like your fifth appearance. So you're, you're there for like 20, like 5% of the shows. 5%. Indeed. <laughs> um, and I, I do want to say I'm coming on here to celebrate your 100th episode by reminding you guys that I am always right and you might be always wrong. Uh oh. I like hearing this. Let, he, he's, he's obviously only talking to you, but I understand that. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Go ahead. Why, why is Hassan wrong and you're right? I'm not sure if you remember this conversation. It could have been on air. It could have been in the hot box where we wait before we go on air. But <laughs> it's someone else admitted hot. it. It's extremely hot. Someone else admitted it. Someone else. Everyone no, everybody it. tells me everyone that I'm being a baby it. about no, complaining it's, about it's, the heat. Yeah. It's actually yeah. nice right now, though. Go ahead. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so listen, listen, listen. I told you guys that Kylo Ren is going to be the big bad. Snoke isn't the big bad. It's Kylo Ren. I haven't seen The Last Jedi, but I know it. Wait, happens. Pat, it's wait, Pat, 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 I got to cut you off for two seconds. Scream into, yeah. the, scream into your phone. No, we just what? can't hear you. We can't hear you very well. Scream into your phone. Uh, oh, there we go. Much better. No, yeah, no, seriously, yeah. You, I didn't mean to cut you off from your point, but we got to hear you better. You got to speak louder. Speak louder. Speak louder. Are you still gone? You can't say speak louder. <laughs> I'm right here. Yeah, no, you're not. After, you're someplace else. after the Force Awakens, you guys, I told you that Kylo Ren is going to be the main villain of the whole trilogy. Yeah. He said, no way. It's going to be Snoke. I said, Snoke is boring. I, I don't no think I said a, that. I'm not sure if I can curse. I totally forget. No you one can. cares about Snoke, right? Snoke is one of those guys that's like, I'm evil for evil's sake. I'm ultimate evil. I represent evil. Kylo is a modern kind of villain. We're like in Loki territory here where villains to be engaging in, in the modern era have to be have to have some depth, right? Told you guys it was going to be Kylo. You told me I was wrong. I'm just saying. I'm I didn't, just I didn't saying, say you were wrong because I didn't care one way or the other. But I'm always right. So what you're <laughs> saying is when Sam said that Snoke was going to be the major villain... <laughs> And we both were like, no, that's no, clearly not obviously the case. not. Sam, so Sam just Sam. stick to engineering, Sam. <laughs> Sam let us down. No again. predictions. <laughs> so, Pat. Oh, oh, people get thrown under the bus it, all the was, time. Okay. There was some hate right there. I was like, <laughs> do you even see that bus people coming? People get destroyed here. Pat, Pat, one of the reasons we have you on the show is because you are a prolific comic book creator. Tell the audience out there all the stuff you're doing and where they can find you. All right. So, right now, um, I just announced. Some stuff coming out in March. I have a new creator-owned book called Breathless. It is a healthcare horror coming out from Black Mask. That's March. It's going to run four issues. I have a Cross Plus 100 off of Avatar Press. It returns. It is the Alan Moore version of Garth Ennis's creation. Uh, I'm doing short backups in those issues based on Alan Moore's notes. Wow. Uh, that's dropping this March. And also, I have a new podcast as well. So maybe you guys can come on and mess with me, too. Um, All right. It's called the Space Between Podcast. We're on SoundCloud. It's called and, Size uh, of the Secret. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a what's, minute! What's this? Maybe we're speaking <laughs> of. Yeah, we're damn right. You're coming. Yeah, on. we're we'll definitely <laughs> <do> that. <laughs> Pat, that's yeah, awesome. Happy, you, you make one hundred, you guys. You Thank make you. us. You make us extremely jealous of all the of all the good comic book work you're doing. Yeah. Uh, keep up the great work, and we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll have you in studio in 2018 for sure. Awesome. That was Mr. Pat Shand, but proving once right. again that, um, it that was Sam is wrong about that Sam all is wrong. His... Like, why would yeah? yeah. Why would why would why Sam would, do come that? On, Sam, he didn't say how long it would take to even press, though. <laughs> that was the one thing I was waiting for. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you're waiting. You're waiting for one question. Never, never pay attention to any of. I don't actually know the answer. Never pay attention to any of Dolce's segues. They don't really <laughs> amount to much. 
My segments are fantastic. Segways. Oh, segways. Yeah, they're, they're horrible. Yeah. They're absolutely horrible. If you get out your phone, you can have Siri answer that question yeah. for you. All right. So before we bring Siri, on... Give a commercial break. Before we go to commercial, and before yeah. we bring on our next guest, who yeah. hopefully we'll remember to call in, which is really good. He's our, he's our super surprise guest tonight. Super surprise. It's a surprise. It's left and right. Surprise. <laughs> I wanted to go. I wanted to start with this, right? We so on Looper.com, first of all, Lo- so Looper.com is actually a great segue into our later segue. into our later uh, segment that we're going to do, okay? Which is called Bait and Pitch. Uh, I want. I want. So I, I got that. some. I so really am. I really yeah, you're am beaming over there. Yeah. It was supposed to be the master baiter, but it didn't. Yeah, didn't work. Um, for Looper.com, Looper.com is, is a site full of clickbait headlines. Yes. However, they did have an article that said the biggest unanswered questions from The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And one of those I thought was actually pretty pretty interesting. I mean, and again, this is going back to the original we argument. make Brian explain all of these. No, no, this is good. <laughs> I think he can do this one. Um, there's a lot of stuff that we can enjoy, and there's a lot it's of stuff that we can, just, just from a movie point of view, we can enjoy. Um so one of the questions, were Snoke's guards actually Luke's other students? When we come back. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? I'm your host, Antonia, of the show, So Now You Know. Join me as I attempt to satisfy your curiosity. Listen live Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. weekly at talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on talkingalternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? 
Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Ladies and gentlemen, deja vu. I, it's, it's like the weirdest <laughs> feeling right now because we uh, we are back again. Now this is our normal time, but we actually started an hour earlier. Yes, uh, we, we cycled through all of our music. <laughs> yeah, we did. We're, gonna, we're not cycled. We're right not going to be original with our with music's our gone sweepers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, we're secrets of the we science. We need to write some we new music. Talk, That's what that means. I got some other stuff. <laughs> uh, we talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture every Wednesday night, eight p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so thank you for everyone joining night. us who are normal would normally join us on this. Uh, yes. Night, but we are have a special everybody night. else who's wondering who just joined us now. We started at seven, and we've been drinking since then. Too. Yeah, we have, and uh, we're we're doing two hours because this is our one hundredth episode spectacular. You can't see it up there, but so it's not actually my one hundred actually right but there. But this is this is Mike Dolce's one hundredth show. That's actually true. That's a good point. Yeah, so get out uh, of my studio. Congratulations, <laughs> I'm I'm living. <laughs> There's too many uh, <laughs> Last Jedi lovers here for So me. we are talking Last Jedi. We've had some amazing guests. We had Priya, which was a surprise, surprise guest, who is another uh, radio host on talkradio.nyc, which is where you can stream us. Which was awesome. Um, Thank you. Which was Thank really you. awesome for her to call in. Uh, we had Derek Becker from Comic Pros and Cons, who is another awesome guy, and I've been on his show. He's got an amazing uh, podcast. Go download it. We had Mr. Pat Shan. Uh, once again, yes. siding with us yes. against Sam, which yes. I don't Telling know why he keeps doing right that, he but he yeah. did. It's, Poor it's Sam. It is what it is. Sam will get it together. Um, you know, so <laughs> we want to thank all of our guests. And now we have our last surprise mystery guest. Surprise. Our su- surprise? <laughs> our surprise <laughs> mystery guest. And we saved the best for last. P- p- probably. Here's Mr. <laughs> Fabian Nicieza, co-creator of Deadpool. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well, guys. How are you? Congratulations, Mike, on your 100th show, and Hassan on your 83rd, I think it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Right, he listens more than I do. It's Mike. All, all you need to do is, like, just club Mike before a few shows, and you'll catch up. Yeah. 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 I can go down with injury very easily. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm very yeah, no, brittle. You've got to be put on injured reserve. Right. I'm Hamstring. A, I'm, a brittle, I'm a brittle, brittle well, guy. It's a, if he doesn't stop talking, he's going to be like, he's going to get a tongue sprain or something. <laughs> no, no, that... No comment. Uh, there's so many dirty jokes that just ran through my mind. Oh, boy. But this is a family show. It's not no, really. No, it's not. Uh, <laughs> the Manson, the Manson, Manson family, family show. show. <laughs> 
So, Fabian, uh, before we get into Last Jedi, you had one of the most memorable turns as as our guest on the show. Uh, for anybody who hasn't caught up, go to I think it's episode fifty three or fifty four. I think it's fifty three. I think it's like my third episode. It was too. your third episode. Yeah. We asked you one question. And you took up the entire interview time answering that one question. <laughs> Which was awesome. How does that feel to be the most memorable guest we've had? It, it's, it, you're, you're lucky that you didn't ask me two questions. That, <laughs> that would have been our first ever two-hour show. Yeah. <laughs> We've been like, Sam, we are not turning Fabian off. We're not turning him off. <laughs> we literally would have been packing up and Fabian just would have been talking. Yeah. Like the entire time. How, how are you doing today? You can ask me <laughs> six hours. There's no problem. <laughs> So um, I'm going to ask you some Deadpool stuff after this, but I want to know, what's your take on Last Jedi? Um, well, I, I am an, an avowed and admitted um, non-fan of the movie franchise. Okay. Um, I, I have not seen a, a what I would consider a good Star Wars movie since about 1980, 80, 81. Nice. Um, nice. The, the, the franchise lost me as a devout follower uh, the second Boba Fett got swallowed by a giant sandwich okay. at the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Um, Be- best and, bottomless pit, by the way. Best bottomless and, pit. And then from that point on, from the moment of the sandwich, um, <laughs> they, they lost me as an acolyte. I, and I loved Star Wars. I saw it in the theater when I was like 15 years old, and I loved Empire Strikes Back. Um, but but that was not that that, that was, was hard thing. on a lot. I've of people. seen every single movie in the theater, so it's not like I don't I don't follow the feet the movie franchise. I don't pay attention to the TV shows and all that. Um, but but I, I feel almost every single movie has been a a, a C or lower for me okay. since Return of the Jedi. Um, to that effect, I gave the grade I gave uh, the, the the last one was a C plus. So oh. the last hour of the movie really entertained me, and sure. that got that got me the that got the plus out of me. Um, I, I thought I thought that was, I, from the moment. Are we allowed to give spoilers? If we're yeah, 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 yeah. We're we've been, yeah, doing we, it all we've, we've been drinking, so just spoil away. From the from the moment that that Ray and Kylo came together in the movie physically, as opposed to you know sure. the BS mumbo jumbo force crap that they never <laughs> find ever. Um, once that happened, I thought the movie really picked up steam and, and was enjoyable. I will, I will be honest, and I felt to tell you, and I fell asleep twice in the first ninety minutes of that movie. Yeah, it's a long I movie. don't disagree and, with and that. And it's not because I'm an old man, and it's not because I I, I hadn't slept the night before. It, it also happened to me during Force Awakens. Um, <laughs> there's clearly something about the way these movies are paced and structured and presented to me that are not appealing to me. And that's not even counting the, you know, the second Lucas trilogy, which, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, the, these these new movies just don't work for me for a wide variety of reasons. The franchise doesn't work for me for a wide variety of reasons. All that being said, I, I really enjoyed the last hour. It, it became fun and interesting in a way that the first ninety minutes of the movie weren't for me. We had a we had a guest on one time um, who actually wrote like a thesis about Star Wars, comparing it to like, the millennial generation. I felt like this was one of the most millennial movies in terms of if you if you fit yeah. that definition, right? Someone someone actually made a, a comment about that. Pointed out that that especially even at the end, the fact that Luke used an avatar, he didn't actually yes. kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> that that was very millennial, you know? Like yeah. he didn't even he didn't even show up 
to the to his own event, to his own party, you know? Just FaceTimed it in. Yeah, he did. He phoned it in. He totally phoned that last fight in. But, but uh, you know, you, Fabian, you make a great point, though, right? There is a certain pacing to this movie that did not feel like a Star Wars movie. I don't, I don't fault it for doing that, but it's very noticeable, right? Um, I don't know. I, I, I got Mike. I don't know if it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me. I, I my problem is I probably thought it felt too much like a Star Wars. Movie. Ah, okay. Um, what, what, one of my one of my big problems I have with the franchise is that every there's so much that's not explained. There's so much <laughs> that's left open to interpretation. Um, and and that's not just for character motivation or anything like that. I, I'm talking basic spatial geography, right? You, you, you have no idea where anything is in relation to each other, how long it takes to get there. Mm-hmm. The, the movie spent two and a half hours of one ship chasing yeah. another ship. And in the meantime, someone was able to leave one of those yeah, ships, go to that. another planet, have an adventure, come all the way back <laughs> to stampede. Somebody was able to leave, uh, you know, a beautiful beautiful island in Ireland <laughs> and yeah. fly all the way back to to those chasing ships it's a it's 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 nonsensical to me i i'm i watch it and i just i get bored because it it it, it feels like it feels like there's no sense of control over what they're presenting you and they're just asking you to buy it not not the least of which is the force if you, I don't know, if you just watch the movies alone, it, 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 try to explain what the hell the Force is to me. I, I'm sure that it was explained at some point in that middle trilogy that Lucas did, but I haven't it's seen the any of those movies again since I originally watched them, so my brain is fried about it. Uh, I'm not the best guy to talk about Star Wars details. <laughs> I'm, just a, I'm just a guy to talk to who will complain about whatever the current <laughs> We'll take that. <laughs> We'll, tell, we'll, take, we'll take a complaint. So let's switch gears for a split second here. And we're going to have you back on again in June uh, when the movie comes out. But uh, you are, you are uh, besides Rob Liefeld, the definitive Deadpool expert having co-created the character. Uh, what did you feel when you, when you heard Josh Brolin was going to be uh, assuming the role of Cable? Uh, that was one of your babies. That was actually my favorite series that you wrote was the original Cable uh, series with John Romita Jr. So what's it like? As the person who has written Cable more than anyone else on the planet has, mm-hmm. um, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep using that tagline while it's still relevant. <laughs> I, uh, I, milk it, I, baby, I was, just like Luke milked I that alien. I was very pleasantly surprised. Um, he was not on my radar for the part, um, but I also didn't have many people on my radar for the part because I think it's a very very difficult role to cast. Mm-hmm. Um, I I. I think he's he, I think he's a really good actor and, and has been in, in a lot of roles but but I think that I think he'll bring the the required um, gravitas the, re, the required amount of, of weariness um, and 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 toughness to the role um, I, I'm curious to see what they do I haven't seen a script I, I the last time I talked to any of the guys who were involved in the production was you know way way back. Um, way back after the first movie came out, um, did, you know, we had a whole bunch of back and forths as they sure. were trying to break. They were planning to start breaking down the second movie back then, and we had a whole bunch of back and forth conversations. And then that was it. They go off and they write their movie. I never asked to see the script, um, and, and so I haven't seen it. So I don't know how they're handling the character. Um, I'd be very, very curious, having invested as much 
into the character as I have, um, I, I'm very interested to see if they're able to tap into what I perceive of as cable strengths. And I'm, I'm, I'm expecting they will because they're good at what they do and they did such a great job with the first movie that, mm-hmm. that I'm hoping that, that they get it. I'm hoping that they understand you know, the strengths of the dynamic. It's interesting you say that, though, right? I mean, because Cable as a character is so ingrained in the X-Men lore, but the X-Men movies kind of have their own timeline, their own continuity now. Um, what what version of Cable do you think we're going to see? You know? I mean, it's, he's not going to be ingrained. I, I honestly, I, I, look, if, if it were me doing it, sure. and they asked me my thoughts and recommendations, and I gave it, I gave it to them. How they handle it, I don't know. But if it were me doing it, we would see roughly the cable that we saw in the miniseries I did with um, with, with Jr. with John Romita Jr. Because it's a cable who has not been here that sure. long. Uh, is more of a mercenary and not a a mutant soldier, you know, for peace or blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, Not a leader of a bunch of kids he's going to turn into a fighting force. I I think that's where they're going to go. I think that part of the aspects of this entire movie, which is one of the challenges of the sequel to begin with, is that they're setting up an X-Force franchise. If they're going to set up an X-Force franchise, then they have to, uh, they have to lay, lay the seeds, sow the seeds and, and, and the foundation for young mutants that he is going to lead, right? And and that means that you not only have to introduce the character, you also have to you have to plan and set up his next status quo. Okay. Um, so, so so I think that if they take if they take elements of that JR miniseries I did, and, and they take elements of the relationship approach that I tried to take in the Cable and Deadpool monthly book, then I think they're golden. <laughs> <laughs> How can they screw that up? <laughs> Just do what I did. Just follow me. They'll be fine. Well, now Disney owns them, so you never know. Fabian, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on our 100th episode. Thank I really you, appreciate it. It was pleasure, a last-minute last minute phone call. Being on the 137th show. <laughs> yes. Hopefully the 213th show. Okay? That'll be the awesome. 138th episode spectacular. <laughs> Fabian Nicieza. Co-creator Deadpool, thank you again so much. All right, when we come back, Jack and Brian are going to give us the answers to the unanswered questions in Star Wars. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, the Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. 
Follow Me Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're We're your digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? (laughs) Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. vision for the film and decided to part ways. Yeah, that's one of those things where these guys showed up really late to this meeting and they were drunk and they were throwing cake around and we ah. decided to get them out of the building. That's yeah. kind of the creative differences. That, that's the, so, or, or I might be speaking from personal... That was your bad experience. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We talk comics, movies, TV, pop culture every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Talkradio.nyc and streaming live, facebook.com slash Secrets of the Sire. One last time, I want to thank everybody. Priya for for calling in unexpectedly, which was awesome. Thank tons of people. (laughs) Derek Becker for calling in from Comics Pros and Cons. Pat Shan, prolific writer. He's got a lot of Kickstarter things going on. He's got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, and then our, our mystery, our, our final surprise mystery guest, which was Fabian Nicieza. Yes. I want to thank our two in-studio guests, Mr. Brian Phillips and Mr. Jack O'Donnell. Hello. Yeah. Howdy. Brian thought the studio would be bigger. But to be fair, it's never had this many people in it. So That's true. You know. yeah. Well, it's deceiving because I've watched it on the live feed. Yeah. I've, I've watched the pre-show green room, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it feels a lot bigger when you look at it. But I also feel like it's kind of like a football or wrestling thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. you watch football on TV, you're yeah, like, that field is so yeah. large. You get there and you're like, where's the rest <laughs> of it? Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. Steve, like they're on the whole field. I've seen <laughs> yeah. it on TV. They only stand yeah. on the side. Oh yeah, yeah. No, and I do a nice little panoramic with the video. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm Irish. I never play anything up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I don't know how to segue out of that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I got got touching that one. I got nothing. <laughs> Ain't going there. I got nothing. We'll be all right. I um, the show. No Woo. more whiskey for Jack. Yeah. We were <laughs> until we get to the ride home. Um, we were talking Star Wars: Last Jedi. Uh, we had all our guests comment on it, um, but I actually we did want to talk about the the unanswered questions, and I want to I want to turn this over to our guests to kind of give of us their take there on this. Are many. Oh no. Well, no, no, just do now. Just do now. <laughs> Oh, unanswered, unanswered questions. questions. Oh. Come on, man. I thought you meant guests. Put the beer away. We had lots of, well, we did have lots of guests. <laughs> See, this is the, this is how yes. we turn. This is how we turn on each other. <laughs> See, we started, we started out the show, if you caught us at nah. seven. I was always against you. They were allies yeah. at first. <laughs> Brian, were Snoke's guards actually Luke's other students? No. Why not? Because doesn't, oh, great. Yeah, now I'm going to be on camera, too. Um, Where's your party at? I'm pretty sure it says low battery. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's, it's <laughs> We're good. We're good. We're good. Um, we, got, we got juice. Doesn't Ren... Uh, yeah, he kills all of the other Jedi kids, doesn't he? No. He took some he with took him. Some he, with took with some him. With he took some with him? That was explained in the him. movie. Yeah, Alright, Jack. Jack. No, I don't believe that would have been because, I mean, granted, he did throw a lot of story elements out. Um, I don't know if we're going to learn... 
what happened to those other people. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, Snoke got smoked mm-hmm. really quickly. Um, but <laughs> the I, fandom was split. He, he I was think they're smoked. just going to completely drop that. I think they aren't even, you know, we Knights got... Well, okay, wait. Now that's <laughs> that a, never happened. Charging but horse a, creatures were not... But that's a great thing that you said, right? They're going to just drop that. Yeah. Why are they going to drop all this stuff? Like, they establish all this stuff. I mean, they shouldn't. So they can make a side movie out of it. No, but, no, but why? Because they don't have any imagination. Because I think, and turning fully onto the dark side, and uh, is that it wasn't particularly excellent storytelling <laughs> throughout the whole thing. There were definitely elements that should have been touched on more, left out. For if the this kids. was a third chapter, everything makes total sense, right? They're gonna they're, Snoke dies because well, we're done with him now. I mean, I guess in a way, Derek Becker was saying we're done with him in the second movie, too. He, or Pat Shen was saying that. Yeah. You know, we're done with him. He doesn't need to be. Kylo Ren needs to be the villain of the, of the trilogy. Okay, I get that. But they go through all this trouble to, like, establish these, these villains and characters and heroes and, and, you know, alliances. And then they just do nothing with them. But what establishment have they made with Smoke? Snoke? He hasn't done anything. You've seen him as a hologram? And then you've seen him sitting in a chair yeah, in a room. You can't, you if can't you go save. three movies, you're going to end up with the same thing you had with Vader, where he's this super bad guy. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. There's a higher bad guy. And we kill him in the last 20 minutes of the last movie that he's ever involved in. Yeah. But I mean, they demonstrate that higher bad guy's power for the most part. Yeah. I mean, I think another issue, though, was Darth Sidious. I mean, granted, we got a lot of his backstory in the prequels, but he was the big bad. He's been pushing the dark side, the Empire. Now it's been, what, 30 years, 20 years, something like that, maybe a little bit longer. Right. And Snoke was clearly out there before or during Dark Sidious, and he's got powers that clearly are even beyond Darth Sidious's. Yeah. And he was just hanging out and, you know... Cancun during <laughs> all this, like to be why fair, he the top a great place coke. to hang out. Like yeah, if you're going to hang out, yeah, that awesome smoking jacket, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, with that face, yeah, yeah. with that gold lace. Yeah, it's like gold actually, lace. it kind of looked like he should have been at the Playboy Mansion. Yeah, he with does yes, exactly. He totally Hugh Heftered the, uh, yeah. the last few minutes of his life. There was a have theory. Burn warning. There was a theory Warner. that Snoke was actually Mace Windu. <sighs> there were a lot of theories. Now, it would have been cool if they tied one of those, because frankly, now that we've seen what stories they didn't play, giving us something would have been better than what they did. Yeah. We all saw it coming <laughs> at that scene. Like, they couldn't possibly nuke him here. We've got so much story to tell. And so many people, so many people were actually really excited about that, though. The fact that it threw everything off balance. And that, and that um, was, was fun. You didn't yeah. earn it. Like it's a, it's another one. But of that's those like situations. I agree with that. It's like, um, it's like the Walking Dead. It's like you're just killing people just right. so you can. Yeah. You just, right. I remember what I said last week. They're just going to kill people because it's the only emotional beat they know how to play. Right. Yeah. So they're probably going to kill Luke. And they're probably. I didn't know. I did not know that about Snoke and uh, and poor Admiral Akbar and a whole bunch yeah, of other yeah, people. Exactly. I didn't know about. I didn't know well, about to them. Be fair, Admiral Akbar lasted pretty long. No, come on. Right? Shouldn't it yeah, have for been, a fishman, he's been the, around for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you could hire him if yeah, you should have been a red lobster. They probably got rid of him because it's like, dude, you you're you know you're kicking, dude. <laughs> you're, it is no longer a late. trap. Wouldn't you have had that last scene with um with the. Uh, 
uh, Holdo, uh, the, the Lord Dern. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been better if it was Admiral Akbar or even Leia? Wouldn't that have been an emotional beat? That would have been yes. a great send-off for, you, for Princess I'll, Leia. You mean a great or, time to kill the girl who's actually dead? That's what I'm talking about. they killed all the people who were still alive? Yeah. And you Mark off, Hamill's still alive. You're, you're, setting up, you're, you're setting up Laura Dern, and you set her up, and, and, then, and you're, while you're watching it, you're like, all right, she could probably step in for, for Carrie Fisher. And then you kill her, and you leave Carrie Fisher alive. And you had enough time. You had a year. To fix that. Sure. Yeah, I'm, you on, know? I'm on board with that. And it would have, if she sacrificed herself, that would have been an honorable way for her character to go out. And everybody would have accepted it. I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure getting sucked into space would have would have worked. Even though when it happened, I was like, all right, you know, or, or I guess, you know, yeah. this incarnation. But if if she had gone out like that, think how, you, you, you thought that was a wonderful visual in and of itself. And yeah, you didn't even yeah. like the movie. Right. So think how you would have felt if you actually had oh, an I emotional connection you, yeah. to I a character. I absolutely yeah. agree. There was, there was no emotional connection to, the, to no. the characters. My dad walked out, and my dad is not a movie critic by any stretch of the imagination. He's like, there was no character development in that. There <laughs> like, was nothing. Yeah. Like, and to you hear know that, it's like, okay, that there must was, have... There were some things that were so infuriating. Like, they, they realized that the First Order or whatever had drawn a bead on all those little ships... So she decides that she's going to turn the ship around. It takes, like, five more ships to get destroyed before she decides to ram them. Right. Yeah, and like, I, I, thought she I was, know. I know. That, yeah. What are you I doing? What were you doing too. that whole time, you know? She was like, busy not telling Poe the plan. <laughs> no, and I thought, you know, I mean, just going They're back to that immediately, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, she's going to clearly block their exit yeah, with the shields no, they've got. No. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, there's one guy left. They're going to now decide this master right. plan? In fairness, she had to go to the water cooler first. <laughs> okay? Course. She had to get a little... She was parched. Yeah. You know? She had, to, she had to reset. And then she figured, ah, all right, I'll just ramble. Yeah. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, put it up on Facebook. Yeah. Goodbye to my loved ones. <laughs> there had to be a R. message. Selfie one last selfie controls. with the yeah. big ship in the background. <laughs> but I mean, there's, Absolutely. There's got to be some sort of, like, Star Wars Facebook, too. Right? Like, there's oh, got to yeah. be some sort yeah. of, like, Star Wars internet. Like the one Leia was trying to reach out to at the end, and she's like, she's like, no one's no one's liking my yeah, page right exactly. now. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> you know, no one's, new no one's, new no net neutrality. No one's watching. No one's yeah. reading my story. No one's right getting me up. Yeah, no, no but I mean, like, that, Leia, Leia's Leia's reputation it carries a lot of weight around. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I've got me, zero, me, zero me, likes me. on Instagram. I'm taking this. <laughs> They're like into that Leia, one. Leia, who? Jack, what were you going to say? No, but I mean, it would have been perfect. I mean, the whole thing they could have cut out the whole Mary Poppins scene, had her in an alternate corridor during the rest of everyone getting blown out to space. Then this new general who we don't know. She's cool. She's got the purple hair. We're starting to dig her. Yeah. And then boom. Completely irrational sacrifice when Carrie Only Fisher beat that they know how to Carrie play. Fisher did zero ah. for the rest of the movie beside a couple of those new Force brother sister things. In the, yeah, in the original series, they hadn't killed anyone except for Obi Wan. Right, all the way up to Episode Three. Yeah, so you have two things going for you now, huh? Yoda, uh, yeah, episode Yoda six. all the way episode six, all the way at nine hundred. Whatever, episode three at the time. Yes, Yoda died in episode three. They didn't kill anybody until episode three, uh, or episode six, or whatever. Um, <laughs> so when Yoda dies, and they start, and and people start, the, they start the roll call off. You're yeah. like, wait a minute, you know? And and as a as a kid growing up with it, you've these these characters are pretty much immortal to you, right? You know, it's like nothing's going to happen to them. I, I'm worried that they're not going to accomplish what they need to get accomplished, but nothing's going to happen to these characters. So now, when when suddenly they start disappearing, 
you start to worry, like, well, wait a minute, what could happen? I remember, I remember the last scene uh, when Luke attacks Vader, and in the Death Star chamber, I was, I was terrified, yeah. you know, inexplicably. I, I don't think I've been that. I've there've been actual situations where I've been in genuine danger. I haven't been as afraid as I was at that <laughs> point. So, um, in, if in the now times, the only emotional beat you play is killing people off. You stop caring. Yeah. You're like, I don't really. Well, let me let me ask you another I thing that, that, that you stop caring about, right? Um, and there was a great review. It was on the national website. I was I was reading a whole bunch of reviews. I wanted to read why people loved it and why people hated it, or why people had mixed emotions about it. There goes second the second one. Oh, we knew it was going to happen. <laughs> Let's go to commercial. <laughs> you are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? I'm your host, Antonia, of the show, So Now You Know. Join me as I attempt to satisfy your curiosity. Listen live Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. weekly at talkradio.nyc. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day. What is biennial? Biennial? Biennial. Two years. Every two years. Every two years? Is that what it is? Yeah. What's turns Biennial. 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 Taking place every other year. Taking place. This is some poor writing by Polygon. I think it is biannual. I think you read it wrong. No, 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 no. I literally copied and pasted it, so. It's biennial. Maybe they're smarter than we are. That's not possible. Secrets of the Sire. Oh, stolen! <laughs> I do that. I try to do that. That was Craig Craig. All right, that was Craig Craig. All right, um, mm-hmm. welcome back, Secrets of the Sire. Two-hour episode. We're just having fun. You know, it's the here's, end of the year, too. Here's yeah. my one stupid question before you start, like, you start all the way in yeah, with, yeah. The, with these questions. At the beginning of the movie, um, you know, like, what's his name? Hux is there, and he's like, oh, well, we're going to destroy the, you know, the, the, the resistance, and we're finally wiped them out of the galaxy. Blah, blah. And then the, the technician says, ah, there's a, we, you know, we have a, we have something on our radar scope, right? And he looks down, and he goes, "It's a single fighter, right?" And he's gonna whatever. Fair enough. The first Death Star, the second Death Star, the Star Killer Base, all destroyed by X-wings. 
<laughs> when, when is the Empire going to be like, yeah, we should worry about whenever one or two of these little things just show up. It's just one. It's not, yeah, yeah it's inconsequential. They always think it's inconsequential. Right. And it always shows up, sneaks within, you know, in, into the infrastructure of whatever monstrosity they've built, destroys everything, yeah. and they, they lost the Dreadnought. Yep. I mean, we, so they lost we the have two Death Stars, the Star Killer yeah. Base, the Dreadnought. When are they going to start worrying about <laughs> seeing a single X-Wing on their radar? We have aircraft carriers now that can shoot a Hornet out of the sky <laughs> with automated defenses. And you're yeah. telling me they a nope. big ship nope. without the they use still of don't, crappy TIE fighters they can't still, hit. Yeah, like, they I still get do it, not also, make fast turbo lasers. <laughs> they, they do not make... Remember, that was the problem with the original Death fair, Star. They couldn't catch them. With yeah. the first order tax cut, there was some defunding yeah, that's yeah. of yeah. the military but budget. In, in two years, the military budget well, didn't quite go My away. iPhone Siri is going to be able to do this for me. <laughs> <laughs> Take out that drone, Siri. I'm like, wait a minute. You know for a fact that's an X-Wing with, with the best pilot in the galaxy in there. What are you doing? I want to I wanna take this moment to acknowledge all the people. That got a Sora 100 show, yeah, which is good. Christina Dolce chimed in, taking a page from my boy George R.R. Like this character, dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Crazy. <laughs> exactly. Chris, Chris Kotsakis. Oh, I just butchered that name. Sorry, we've been <laughs> yes, drinking. Yes, uh, <laughs> he says calamari is best served old. Oh, in its face. It's a trap. It's a trap. We like that. It's even better when they've been floating in space for a while. Ashley Haikai is actually yeah. watching. No. Oh. A love patron. We love, we love her as she well. Can tell us, she can tell you I how love... to pronounce her last name. Yeah, I know how to pronounce it. Hasey. I'm married to her. <laughs> I know, but it's, it's... engaged. Hi, guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I tried. Actually, Brian's trying to help us out. I tried to get you. This is what happens when we go two hours, and everyone's like, "Oh, you guys should be two hours long." And we're like, "No, yeah, no. Do you know, know, know how much work this is?" No. Of my, no, we're not my wife that. is. Yeah. Like, my wife is like, "You got. You get a. You get a total break when you. Oh, you get to enjoy. Do something." I'm like, nope. "Honey, it's a lot of work." No, no, yeah. I got a drink, and like, <laughs> I got a drink. I got to open a bottle. I got to pour. I got to be semi coherent. He doesn't have to do any of that. We've been pouring all the drinks. <laughs> he just has to sit there I mean, and consume them. What if you weren't here? Why do you think I, why do you think I invited you guys why on do you the think show? We're here? His biggest concern <laughs> was there was maybe a hair in one. All right, Jack, you said you had a point hey. about Last Jedi before I get into the uh, into the national review, which I thought was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I just thought it would be more poignant for... Um, now I have to remember my point. Was but, Leia, uh, for Carrie, uh, yeah, Carrie Fisher. Uh, Carrie Fisher, Leia being the sacrificial one to go through light speed, destroy the large ship... Destroy Snoke's ship and everything, because that was what Han was being warned not to do, or in that was some, uh, in the Force Awakens uh, a risk he was willing to take sure. to get out of there. Mm -hmm. It would be a great send off where now she was that sacrificial person, sure, led that you know fueled that spark that she did this, destroyed it, because it was such a beautiful scene, like you were saying. It really was. Even, even for me, who didn't like the movie Exactly. At all, like, that was, was like, one of my was favorite like, scenes. Okay, nice. I literally lost my breath in taking... Yeah. And it was manipulative. They made they manipulated you into into thinking it was it was grander than it actually was by taking the sound out, which, yeah, of which is but again, antithetical towards, towards of, movies. Right, they don't like to do that some, at all. Look, there was some candy in this movie. Yeah, yeah there, there was, was some, some that was very definitely a fight, large The fight with piece. Kylo and, and Rey and the and the, the Royal Guards, 
the Praetorian guards Praetorian. as they are called. Yes. They, that was fantastic. Yeah. It was completely unearned. It didn't make any sense. It was it was asinine in a lot of ways, but it was a beautiful scene. I agree with Fabian, and I said it before Fabian came on, though. The last half hour of the movie was really good. It was like, only good. It was only compelling because characters were actually running into yeah. each other. Oh, they I actually agree. were had they were interacting with each other and doing things that actually had a that had consequences. Yeah. But like the whole film was consequence free up until then. Because like like, like Poe po got his amazing? entire fleet killed by disobeying orders. Yeah. And Leia smacked him in the face and said you're demoted one rank. Yeah. He literally got Thirty sure. people pre- killed, sure, very easily, yeah, for no reason because they all could have got away. Yeah. Also, in your defense, got bombers destroyed, which dropped bombs yeah. in space. In space, yeah, they could have been missiles been... and been fine. Yeah, but they yeah. Had dropped they that dropped bombs in yeah. space. They, you know, like like <laughs> people have said that, but you <laughs> could <laughs> technologically, you could say when there were mines, they were magnetized. You could say yeah. anything about that. They were, they were. I mean. You know, isn't it's Star it, Wars. She was just standing though. there, in, in exposed to space, dropping bombs out of the isn't bottom of the... Isn't it amazing, though? It's amazing that in, in a, what is supposed to be a high-stakes chase, nothing happens for a long time. No. And, and meanwhile, yeah. they could have taken that time argue. to establish more of why we need to care about all this nope. stuff. Nope, didn't but, bother. But they didn't, they didn't really do that. Luke doesn't even train Ray. We don't get the and, and look, and that's one of the unanswered that's another, questions. Yeah, that's a big. And problem. I'll give you, I'll give you an unanswered question for Brian to an, to to answer her. Ready? Do we believe Kylo Ren that Ray is? It just comes from no one. That her parents were drunkards or whatever the case is. I would say no. There you go. Yes I would no. say no. Right. I'd say no. I say he's trying to put her down. So he can bring her down to a level where he can get her to come to the dark side with him. Sure. Now, once one, if they do that in the next movie, everyone's going to say, "Oh, that's because of the backlash they got to." Us. I know. I know the way they parse that out. Why, if if she was, if she, her parents were nobodies. Start with that. Your parents are nobody. You're nobody. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly she's got these powers. And you're like, holy crap, you know, even even a nobody can still wield this power, you know? No one would even yeah. be expecting that if if you kept yeah. pounding the, the, the point home that they weren't anybody. But that, Anakin's mother was a nobody, and he came from a slave background, so there's no reason saying that you have to be in a higher power or from a noble family. Especially that last sure. be that, you No, know? of course, but obviously, as you see, because they didn't say who her parents was, everyone assumed it was yeah. something special. Yeah, you assume so, that it's something like that. So, so like, obviously, I mean, that would subvert expectations if you just came out right in the beginning and right. say, she's That's nobody, true. you know? They did leave it over your head. And that last scene with that boy, if anybody caught it, yeah. the broom flies yeah. into his hand. Obviously, comes from nothing... Whatever, but now at this point, we have to ask, like, all right, well, is Ray Han and Leia's kid? No one said anything about it. At what point do you not realize you, you have yeah. another child? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Luke, uh, I mean, in the books and everything, he has Mara and, and all that stuff, uh-huh, which uh-huh. hasn't been touched on. Clearly, he hasn't. Those Nothing's been so said about better. it. Of course it <laughs> yeah, is. They are. Of course they are. And they I are. wish they had taken something from that. But at at this point now, someone must have gone, hey, by the way... This is your lineage, and they had so many times to do that. So now I feel like, 
to do that to us to say yeah. you are a Skywalker, they've lost it. Yeah, it should have be been in like, that movie. They wasn't. They should now. What's it matter? Spent this movie developing that character, Correct. and they didn't do anything with yeah. her. She followed Luke around on a on the on the mountain yeah. for about forty minutes, asking him for help. And telling her, him that the, the stakes were high and things needed to be done. And he kept telling her to go away. You know, like yeah. I said to Sam earlier, he spent 40 minutes telling her to get off his lawn, right? <laughs> and then he kills a fish, he milks a cow, and she leaves. Yeah. Can I ask that's the like, most important the question of all this? The Loch Ness yeah. Monster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was a huge favor of the Porgs. <laughs> I love the Porgs. Like the Porgs. They no were better than Ewoks. Love them. Who else agrees? I agree. I agree. But not, why did they? Why <laughs> did they guilt Chewbacca, who was eating a pork? What do porks taste that like? Point, eat it anyway. I don't know. They were chicken. like they, they were like cat it. penguins. <laughs> I was totally on board with. They look more like duck. They look more. You know, it's a gamey meat. Somebody, um, somebody, somebody legs. doing a review was sitting with a friend, and he goes, "Okay, here's a scene where Chewie's going to eat a pork, right?" And then Chewie actually. Lifted a porg, and he goes, no, I was just joking. I didn't even realize that was really going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you're kidding. This is actually going to be a scene in this movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, a, you know, that's another, uh, <laughs> that's another thing. There's just, like, that scene with Luke so milking happy. the alien. And, I'm so and, happy this movie was bad. I'm and sorry. And stabbing <laughs> the fish and carrying the fish. It felt like Monty Python. No, it really did. Like it really. No felt one like was paying any attention to me it, uh, two years ago in the Force Awakens when I said you cannot build a story on this. What you could have. No, no, no. And I disagree with that. I no. Which means the show is saved. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you were thinking about it, you could have. You were not a corporately run structure that had to pump out a movie in another two years. You could probably think about it. I, I knew for a fact they weren't going to be able to build on that because the next person – first of all, I found out that uh, that J.J. Abrams wasn't going to do the next one, right? So it's right. going to be someone else. They're going to hand it off to someone else and somebody else is going to have to pick up the mantle. Then they then, then uh, Ryan Johnson announced that there was no plan. Yeah. He had to wing it. So I'm like, I know for a no, fact. No, I know. And J.J. Abrams yeah. just submitted his story yeah, for, for episode nine one. today. They asked when when, uh, when, like they, when Colin Trevorrow got fired yeah. for, for uh, various reasons uh, from doing episode uh, nine. Mm-hmm. Um, they asked Ryan Johnson, because that's when Ryan Johnson was hot. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. They asked him, and he had just finished with The, uh, with, with the Last Jedi. They asked him if he was going to do it. And for some reason, it was inexplicable to everybody. For some reason, it was like, nope, not doing it, not touching it. Now, it could be because they gave him a new trilogy and he, had to, he knew he had to work on that. It could be because they didn't want him on it, which I don't think. I don't think that, that Disney had any clue that there was going to be this kind of backlash to this movie. Um, and in fairness, the movie is a success. Not saying that I'm not, sure. I'm not creating... At uh, some point, though, you damage the brand. Like, yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, like, never diminishing you returns. know what's really funny? And again, I'll use my parents as an example because, I mean, they're... Your, they're your like just every, brand? No, they're everyday um, people who aren't maybe as, as closely tied to this ro- world that yeah. we're in. Right. You know, the, my dad walked out of the theater saying, there's no character development, but it made a lot of money. And my my mom when yeah. we when we got home, someone how said was, that. How was the movie? Eh, I didn't really like it very much. Even my dad's like, yeah, it really wasn't very good. She's like, but it made a lot of money. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's someone else said that well, online, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Uh, McDonald's makes thirty billion dollars a year. It's still crap food. <laughs> yeah, you know, nobody's I, no one's getting healthy eating McDonald's. Yeah. Everybody I, knows it. I think it. Okay, yeah, but go for it, Brian. The question is, at this point, is it such a franchise, and you've come to expect so much? Can <clears throat> anyone ever make a movie that will please 
the majority of the masses. No. No, but, yes. it's a losing fact but, no matter what no, you go into. No, no, you can, you can, maybe not uh, uh, through unrealistic expectations, but you can make a good movie. Right. Yeah. So I, someone could come, so even, so so people like us could even defend it. Even I can I can look at The, the Force Awakens and say, I, I think this is a horrible movie. I think it's a horrible sequel. I think it's horrible to the franchise. But it's a solid film. It's a solid story. It's a repeat. It's a copy. It's a, it's a retread. But it's it's kind of a solid story, right? So I can't say it's a bad film, right? It's just a bad, you know. In my idea, in my opinion, it's a you bad. You think it's sequel. actually a bad Star Wars? It's a movie. bad sequel. Right. right? It was just a terrible sequel, and they left a lot of stuff out that that I I knew for it a fact, needed to be filled in. Yes, as in a storyteller, it I had to knew, build toward. Right, yeah. Something, and I knew they weren't going to do it. And Ryan Johnson just basically came and said, "Yeah, yeah, I'm JJ, throwing all this, all these great things you set up. Yeah, eh, I'm, I'm going to put them." And he probably looked at it and was like, "This is too difficult. I don't know where you <laughs> yeah, were going I for know, this. I know, I know. These threads are too difficult. I'm throwing all these out. Nobody cares anyway. You I know? know. Yeah, I think you need a fan to look at it almost from a fan's eyes and say, "Does this make sense? Do I need the uh, stampede scene? <laughs> what would a fan love? What character development? What characters? What?" It's amazing Points. you say that because Ryan Johnson actually said, you know, George Lucas never went into it thinking, like, what are the fans like? So I no, had to course. go in the same way. And he says, I'm a diehard fan, but I had to go into it making my movie. Yeah. And it's like, True. you George, made a terrible movie. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, you just made George a bad Lucas, movie. But also, George is Lucas this had targeted? the light of, yeah. uh, of all those other, the weight of all those other movies on him. So sure. he had but he success. Also said, so he got away with a lot yeah. more than But he also said, does. though, how do I get the next generation of kids? And now, I think the prequels. Or kids, yeah, CG horses. God, no, of course, right? but like kids love it. <laughs> the kids really enjoy this, and now we have more Star Wars fans. But I think it sure. could have had better elements, better storytelling. Those kids tighter. can now drink beer. That's when fair. we come <laughs> back, we go spinning the racks, Star Wars style. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. <laughs> Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on this show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to having a healthy relationship to food and your body. Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com 
love the emotional affairs. That's awesome. I'm having an emotional affair with you. I have every emotional week. affairs like, all the time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's this like, is the, I didn't think that was an actual insult to other people, but well, you're not you're being. not cheating on somebody. Well, then have. if you can do that emotionally, I'm cheating on you right now. This is because I'm thinking about someone else. You're thinking about yeah. Peter. Oh, Hi, Peter. Secrets of the Sire. Welcome back to Secrets of the Sire. We do this every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, talkradio.nyc, and streaming live on facebook.com slash secrets of the sire. Talking comics, movies, TV, pop culture, all the fun stuff. Want to thank our guests tonight. Uh, we had Priya Colin. We had, who's on talkradio.nyc, Follow Me Friday, every Friday. We had Pat Shan Colin. We had Derek Becker from Comic Pros and Cons. We had co-creator of Deadpool himself, Fabian Nicieza, come in, give us some great insight into the new movie, which is awesome. We're really excited about that. Want to thank Brian Phillips. Jack O'Donnell came in studio, got to check all this stuff out. Um, my wife and uh, Jack's fiance very upset that they learned that someone tried to eat a porg. In the film, <laughs> they're very cute. And deserve it. Potentially very tasty. <laughs> yes, um, look tasty. I was hungry. If you like what you heard, and you actually got to hear a little bit of the uh, of the behind the scenes as well too, uh, we actually normally do the behind the scenes with our Patreon page. So go to patreon.com slash secrets of the sire. You get a behind the scenes feed. It goes live the entire time. It goes actually goes live about a half an hour before the show airs. So you get to hear our conversation. You get to talk to us um, and all that fun stuff. So do that. Come back tomorrow. Hmm. Secrets of the Sire will be back again as part of the Talk Radio NYC Marathon. GoFundMe.com slash Talk Radio NYC Marathon. Um, we got Adam Weinberg, Callie Alpert, Joan Peltzer, Antonia Thompson, Brianne Castillo. And it's, Bri- well, it's not Brianne. It's like Brianne. I know. I'm always going to get that name right. Nice William Paris, Cardell Henderson and Kai Cole, Jill Morgan Meek, Rob Kay, Elizabeth Tripp, uh, and myself. We're going to be there. I'm going to be here from 1 to 2. We're going to have some special guests uh, as well, too. Um, he's, he's sitting next to me. And we're going to do uh, the <laughs> best of the best away. for 2017. Next week, we're going to celebrate our 100th consecutive episode by taking a week off. By sleeping. <laughs> sleeping through this entire hour segment. But not really. See, this is the thing. I'm you, Jump on Facebook at 8 p.m. I'm sure you'll get a message from me. Uh, we also have our end-of-year special. It was recorded at New York Comic Con. It features yeah. Comic Book School's Buddy Scalera interviewing Marvel's Darren Sanchez, Valiant Comics' Warren Simons, and Dynamite Entertainment's Joe Rybant. It was recorded live at New York Comic Con 2017. If you're looking for ways to break into the industry, if you're looking for tips, tricks, these are guys who hire people to do comic books. Um, it's your first step it's into this whole pop culture doorway. Uh, you get some good commentary from Hassan and I. You get a little interview from Buddy Scalera, who moderates the entire panel. Uh, so that will be released on iTunes. And again, check me back out. Check us back out on the Facebook page, 8 p.m. next next week. Uh, we'll, we'll keep the streak going alive. All right, we talked a lot of Last Jedi. Yeah, we did. Because there's a lot to talk about. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. It is definitely one of the most controversial divisive, polarizing films. I think, Hassan, I think you actually did sum it up after walking away from that movie. I did feel as if there was not a plan, which I think was my biggest disappointment in this trilogy. Yeah. If you're doing a trilogy, you it's, should, should kind of have a... I think it was arrogant have a plan to approach to. something with this this much gravitas. Like I'm, like I'm hating the prequels, the, the original... 
They, right. They've, they've got weight to them. And to approach a, a, doing a, a, a whole third trilogy right. without thinking that you have to plan the whole thing out. If they'd have just done a series of standalone movies, right? Yeah. If, they, if, if, it, if it was a whole bunch of uh, Rogue Ones, yeah. would have been fine. Yeah. It would have been like, you know what? I think Disney's actually building to something. I think they actually might be able to do something with yeah. this. But, um, I mean, the, the, the monstrosity, and I'll, I'll use big words, the monstrosity of like capitalizing off yeah. of the original trilogy and then systematically killing off all the characters in the original trilogy, like just, like just character assassinating each one of them in their accomplishments sure. while capitalizing on the fact that they're in those movies so that everyone who's nostalgia hungry mm-hmm. will go running to them. I think it's one of the worst perpetrations in like entertainment history, mm. personally. Go ahead. Sorry. But Rogue One really was amazing due to the fact of the tie-in from the yes. old ones. Without right. that, if that's a standalone I movie, agree. I agree. you go, okay, so why is this girl stealing blueprints? Right. I don't get it. Right. That you need you because you know if you don't what know that she's stealing right. the blueprints for the Death Star to right. so they can go blow it up. But it doesn't it there's no Skywalker in it. It doesn't have a it doesn't have legs beyond its own inception, right? So that's what I'm talking about. Like it doesn't it, it, it interacts, it, it intermingles with the, the originals, but it doesn't leave a footprint. It doesn't leave a lasting no. uh, residual. Uh, and that's that's kinda why it works. People could allow it to happen. It's like, oh this was kinda interesting. Until you five know? years from now when Disney decides you know what? We should bring that girl back from Rogue One. <laughs> That'll be Disney. And do another one, and yeah. then it's but going to lower the rate of Rogue One. When you're yeah. constantly cranking out stuff, like you, you, your analogy of Christmas every day, when you have yeah. to you have to produce Christmas every day, of course you're gonna you're gonna and diminish their, your that stuff. That was their their uh, initiative: a new Star Wars movie every single year. Yeah, and that's crazy. And there's there is something to that. All right, we do this every week. We go spin in the racks, bring you the most fantastical pop culture uh, news out there. The year's over. Can we change that? I'm still waiting for that as a ringtone as a Patreon. <laughs> I want that as a ringtone for my phone. Let Sam, me, let me you tell you right now. Let me, me tell you right now. There is a lot of excitement because we are we are going to have a new set when we come back. We're going to have new video when we come back. We're gonna, we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're taking the week off and we're we're going to do some really cool things. And I better deliver on that now that I'm yes. Now that you said it. But unless you're downloading us on iTunes, iTunes.com slash Secrets of the Sire, and keep up with us every single anyway. week, then <laughs> yeah. know, what are you we could just tell them we changed the set. Yeah, check out this new set. Rotten Tomatoes insists Last Jedi's low audience score is genuine. Is legitimate. Uh, well, we got to set that up because um, this is from ComicBookResources.com. What what had happened was it got a it got it got stellar reviews yeah. um, critically. Yeah, got like a ninety three percent something like that on Rotten Tomatoes critically, and the audience. Uh, reviews were were dropping exponentially. They dropped from like sixty nine to I think at this point they're like at a fifty four. It's or a fifty four. Like so nothing illustrates the unexpected divisiveness quite like the thirty nine percent gulf between the film critics and audience scores on Rotten Tomatoes, which only seems to be widening. While some have suggested the audience score has been manipulated, right, right. one person even claims single handed responsibility using bots. The website insists all the ratings are authentic. Right. We have several teams of security network and social database experts constantly monitoring reviews and ratings to ensure they are genuine. They haven't seen anything unusual with The Last Jedi, except there has been an uptick in the number of written user reviews submitted. Aside from that, everything is normal. Nothing to see here. Move along. <laughs> now, there are, so, there are other, are other sites like Cinemascope. 
and there's a an IMDb who have they have different results, they have different scores, um, they have higher ratings. Like uh, I think uh, Cinemascope has it at at A plus or A, and uh, IMDb has it up in the seventies, if not the eighties or the nineties. Sure. So that's what that's another thing that leads people to believe that the the Rotten Tomatoes is is somehow manipulated sure. into having a low rating, but. From the backlash that I've seen all over the place, where all all in the little spots that I go, and granted, that is not a a um, a healthy um, a healthy meter for for taking the, the sure. temperature of the entire uh, the entire population of the planet. But it just it seems like everywhere you go, the majority of the reactions it's like the prequels all over again. The majority of the reactions are negative. Um, with a, with a couple of you know people sprinkle here and there, you know fighting back saying I loved it you know and I liked it, X yeah. and I liked Y. So I'm not going to say that the majority of the people hate this movie and that it's universally hated. I'm not going to make that statement. But um, no, it's it's universally med. Meh. <laughs> it is definitely polarized. It is controversial. It is a controversial thing. All right, so we've got we've got three minutes, Brian and Jack. We're gonna we're gonna throw the thing on you. Uh, by the way, again, thank you to all our fans, um, people who listen to the show, friends, uh, colleagues. We we consider Enemies. you all friends. We consider you all friends. Villains. <laughs> Give us your final take. Last Jedi. How many lightsabers and why? Out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah. Eight and a half. Why? Thought it was fun, visually stunning, and like I said, you know, I pushed aside the unbelievable reality parts of it. So for me, it's just it's what it is. Okay, all right, Jack. Uh, I would say seven. It was beautiful. It was very cinematic. Uh, there was definitely some things that could be tightened up, but you got that Star Wars feel uh, when it needed it. The Hoth, the all the the fun stuff, and it was entertaining. It was a fun, entertaining movie. If you were entertained, you got the Star Wars things. That, to me, was a win. Hassan's going to give it the broken lightsaber? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the one cut. The one I, cut. I just say three. Actually, you know? hang on. Hang on a second. This camera angle is for Priya, who's dying to see you on camera all the oh. time. So, there you go. I give it a three. Um, and that's only because it was visually uh, very stunning. Um, it was it was well put together yeah. for what it was, even though there were like huge chunks missing. Yeah. And the acting was was pretty solid. Yeah. All right. As a, uh, I'm going to give my final word on it. As a chapter three, it was like a 10 out of 10. It resolved every single thing that we saw in that second chapter in between Force <laughs> Awakens and this movie, not Rogue Ones. The only problem the is... The only problem is there was no movie in between. <laughs> if there had been, I would have really loved this movie. I give it four out of 10 lightsabers. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern, unless you're downloading us on iTunes or iHeartRadio, in which case, just keep downloading us. Yeah. Give us a review. Please leave us a review. Um, hopefully positive and uh we'll catch you back here tomorrow 1 p.m eastern uh secrets of the sire signing off you're listening to the talking alternative network Are you feeling unhappy with your body, shape, or size? Ever feel out of control with food? I'm Elizabeth from Nourish the Soul, and on the show, you will uncover the root to these imbalances and discover a permanent solution to have a healthy relationship to food and your body. 
Join us every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a curious person, always asking questions? Do you desire to be in the know? I'm your host, Antonia, of the show, So Now You Know. Join me as I attempt to satisfy your curiosity. Listen live Tuesday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. weekly at talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at talkingalternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network, 